I've been practicing medicine for over 25 years and I've seen it. The world is hurting, people are sick, and even with our greatest scientific discoveries and technological breakthroughs, trends in health are not getting better. We weren't designed for this. This world as we know it, it's not our home. But there is a remedy. Our Creator designed us to be resilient creatures, and He's given us clues in the scriptures that have dramatic implication for our lives today. Let's talk about biblical prescriptions. Let's take a serious look at living as God intended. Are you ready? Let's get well and let's go home. Welcome to the Biblical Prescriptions for Life podcast presented by HeartWise Ministries. I'm your host, Nick Evanson, here again with Dr. James Markham, author of the seven-week Bible study program, Biblical Prescriptions for Life. On today's podcast, we're going to be discussing the dangers of toxins and what you can do to avoid them. Dr. Markham, welcome to the podcast. It's nice to be here, Nick, and I want to welcome everyone that's listening or watching. Um, hopefully we can give them something that they can take home with them, they can use to apply to their life. And and it, uh, we, toxins are a very large subject, but I think everyone would be interested and everyone's definitely heard the word. Yeah, that's right. It's a big topic. I did some uh, studying today so I could hopefully have some intelligent questions to ask you. Okay. But uh, first, you had family in town recently, yes. right? Yes. Oh, What man, did you guys do? It was a great week. I have a younger brother, John, who lives in Houston. He's mm -hmm. about two years younger. And since our family started growing up, I do not get to see him as much as I'd like to see him. And he's got two boys. One, one's getting ready to go to college. He's a musician. And the other one's the same age as my son, Jake. Mm -hmm. And his name's Jeff. And he got a lot of my genetics. Okay. So I haven't seen him in about three years. And they're coming up the summer vacation. My, my brother's a school teacher in the Houston school district. So they mm -hmm. have the summers off. And they were up here last week. And it was, it was just a good time, Nick. You know, in, in talking about time, that's one of the gifts that God gives us that we all share equally on. You know, I have 24 hours in a day. You have 24 hours in a day. Right. People that have billion dollars have 24 hours in a day. People mm -hmm. that have nothing have 24 hours in a day. So time is very precious. And I don't know about you, but the older I get, the more I press. It's not, it's not how much time, it's how well you spend the time. Right, yeah. And we spent some time together with, with my, my, my brother and, and his wife and the two kids, and I just cherished that time. You know, I just you know, made mental things happen. We, we did something called an escape, mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun. We, we went and we had these clues, and we all got to team up together and try to figure things out. And it was yeah. just, it helped bring us together. Mm -hmm. and, and my brother's much more shy and reserved than I am. He loves to play billiards. So for, for, for dinner, um, we went um, to a place that had a billiard table and we all got to hit a few pool cues away and he got to teach us how to do that. And then afterwards, it was a nice night. We walked down by the river and it was just a really good experience. And the next day, they liked it so much, they hung around mm -hmm. and it, it was just a good experience. So I encourage everyone, family is forever. That's Take right. the time. And even though if you don't have a lot of time, the time you have, make it count, make it special. And you know, and, and I, I was thinking about that time being so special. I, you know, similar the same way we have when, with our walk with Christ. You know, we want that time to be special. Mm -hmm. And I, I've been trying to come up with some ideas about worship. You know, well, what is worship? It's so so different from everybody. You know, 
Um, some people might be walking in the woods or doing this or that, but it's, 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 it's making quality time no matter what you're doing, connecting with God. And I like to, to have worship. I like to put something in my mind every day, even if it's just a very short piece of, piece of a memory verse or a scripture or a prayer or something to think about or listening to a sermon that I can play over and over. So even though it doesn't seem like you know, you don't know you don't spend a lot of time. The time is so well spent that your brain, the neural pathways keep playing that over mm. and over. And then when I lay down at night, when I'm getting ready to go to sleep, I think back, well, let me think about what I studied and, and that and, and play that over and over. And let me let me have Christ go with me just like he's in the room with me everywhere I go. You know, just like we're just like any type of relationship, you know, mm-hmm. asking him to go with me, asking him for help, being sort of a part of everything that you do. And um, so that's relationships are important and not only family relationships, but relationships with each other. And I'm afraid in the society that we live in, both the medical society um, and all, all, I think the relationships are changing. Right. And being an old fashioned guy, I, I still like the old type relationships, but we have to change with the new and, and figure out how to incorporate that into this new look. Maintain the relationship even with the changing times. Yeah, so so guess what? Yeah. I texted my, my nephew this week. There you go. <laughs> That's how he communicates. <laughs> That's I text right. my daughter who's in New Zealand now. Yep. That's how she communicates with. So we had a special time this week and had them all over and just, it was a good time. Good. This week, our uh, daycare lady, the, the watch of the boys yeah. has been out of time, out of town, and so uh, Nana, my wife's mother, came into town just uh, just the other day, and she spent the last couple of days with the boys. And Hayden and Corbin, all they want to do is be with Nana now. Great. Two days in, they all—that's all they want to do. They want to have Daddy. They don't want to have Mommy. They just want Nana. But so can you imagine the, the bonding that goes with yeah. that, and, this, and yeah. how special she must feel that your yeah. grandkids want to be with her? <laughs> and wow, because you know, unlike you, you know, at, at the end of her time period, she gets to go back home. That's right. That's right. <laughs> These guys are with you for <laughs> a long time. Next week, she's back in Colorado with uh, her husband, but. Uh, Hayden and Corbin are still going to well, be here. With that us. that is a special experience that yeah. she's having this weekend. It's you working know, out really well, and it's great for her to have that extra time to strengthen the relationship with the boys. And she'll always remember it, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, even if, if you know the good times as well as the bad times, relationships are about experiences. That's right. And that's why you know, and you just want to cherish those experiences, bad or good, because you know, at the end of you know, as time goes on, those are some experiences that get us through the hard times. And, and that's the same with, with Christ, experiences you have with him, how he's led in the past, how you can depend on him. Even though the answers don't seem to become at your speed, you can look at, well, you know, he answered people in the past, you know. I'm thinking about some of the, the Bible, you know, Bible people. And, you know, sometimes their whole, their whole life they spent getting ready for a short period of time. You know, you think about, you know, Christ. He spent a lot of years in, in ministry. He was three years. You think about John the Baptist. He spent his whole life, and his ministry was pretty short. Mm-hmm. Moses spent a lot of time in the wilderness. Um, Noah spent a lot of time building a boat. So a lot of people spent a lot of time getting ready for the mission, even though their mission was just a short period of time. And yet that time was so effective in relationships, it, it's 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 lasted eternity yeah. in memory. Yeah. Relationship is definitely important, and uh, I'm glad we can have a relationship with you today because you're going to yeah. tell us about toxins. Yeah. And uh, what do we need to know about toxins? Are we talking about environmental toxins yeah. or food, or what? Do, what are we talking well, about? Well, I like that question, Nick. Toxins. Well, when you say the word toxins, immediately, do you think bad or good? 
No, definitely bad. Right, bad, good, okay. So another way I like to think of it is inputs, good inputs and bad inputs, okay? So toxins are really any input that Mm -hmm. we put into the body that's not helpful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Any input. And and when you think about input toxins, so toxins can definitely be things that we ingest, we swallow. Okay. Okay. So food or otherwise. Food or drugs. Mm -hmm. Okay. It can be things that we breathe. You know, mold and mold that kind and of mildews and you know some some you know for carbon monoxide that would be a toxin if you right. got it in your system. Lead if you breathe lead that would be a toxin. That used to be a very bad toxin when we had leaded gasoline. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the things we hear, those can be toxic. You know, a lot of noise pollution. You know, you always hear that can be toxin. Yeah. The things we smell. Have you ever got some bad smells in you that just really? cause a system to go crazy. I've had some bad smells with two little boys, of course. There you go. But uh, nothing that's made me have uh, long-term effects. Right, right. <laughs> no, that's good. Short-term. Um, the things we see can be toxic, mm-hmm. okay? Especially if we see things that we're not designed to see that puts imprints into our brain that last forever. Mm. And when I think about that, I think about some of the things that, that the soldiers that I've dealt with in the office that have dealt with war, you know, they've right. seen things they, they really shouldn't have seen that are really toxic to, to the, they see it and it goes in the brain and it's there forever. Yeah. So everything, all of our inputs go somewhere. Um, all the media, media can be toxic. Mm-hmm. Our habits can be toxic. Okay. So anything in our environment, all the inputs that we can be in, if they hurt us, they can be considered toxic. Another word that we use with that is toxins usually generate in our body some type of damage. Okay. okay? Toxins, the body has to deal with it some way. And it either deals with us by turning on the immune system, you know, make an immune reaction. It turns on the stress system, adrenaline, or it turns on the central nervous system, the brain, to deal with all of these things that we bring into our bodies. And our hardwiring system um, is designed that when we get something that's unpleasant, an unpleasant toxin, okay, when we have pain, um, our genetics deal with the pain in certain ways. And we don't like pain. So our body will do anything that we can to get away from that pain, to get away from that toxin. And depending on how we're trained, we either reach for helpful things or we can reach for damaging things that make the toxins even worse. Um, Sometimes medicines can be toxins, you know, to the body. You know, every Mm -hmm. medicine you put in you has a benefit or or it could be hurting. Someone asked me in the office today, they were putting a certain um, substance in their body and they said, well, I heard some research recently that said that this was good. I said, well, it might be good for some people, but it might hurt some other people. So it might be six part goods and four part bad and yet it's still a net good. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Right. For instance, you're you're a cyclist, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, riding, you know, and exercising is good, but mm-hmm. there could be a point where you have too much of a good thing. An overdose of right. exercise. So sure. and so in that case, exercise in certain situations can be toxins. Yeah. If it's if it's done out of proportion. So a lot of this toxins about balance. So 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 in an overview, when you look at toxins, I think it's toxins, stress release, I say, well, what toxins are in a life? Well, the most common ones we all think of is the dangerous 
foods, mm. you know, the food toxins, right. yeah. um, the things that we really weren't designed to eat, um, the drugs we weren't designed to put in our body, and, and the, big, the big items that have been around for years that damage our health, the big, the big item is cigarettes. You know, that's mm. a toxin that's mm-hmm. been around for ages. Yeah, and it took us a long time to actually label it as yeah. such. And, and another one that sometimes gets this bad and good is a toxin, and that happens to be alcohol. Right. And a lot of people say, oh, a little alcohol is not bad. But if you look at the net effect and where it can lead you and why you're bringing it in. Yeah. See, people don't drink alcohol for the, the flavonoids in the grape. Right. They're drinking it for that feeling that changes mm-hmm. their brain to deal with pain they might have to bring them pleasure that's not healthy pleasure. Right. Kind of takes the edge off what they're feeling right. a little bit. So the flavonoids yeah. might be one part good, but then you've got eight parts of addiction and maybe mm-hmm. not thinking right, maybe hurting the liver, making drugs metabolize difference. Right. You, a net effect is bad. Yeah. And also, I've had the thought in the past that, you know, even if you're just a social drinker and you're not addicted and you're not getting drunk and whatnot, you're still supporting an industry that has globally a net negative effect on society. Right, right. Which you're is right. a bit of a problem. But, you know, in, in painting things black and white, there might be some toxins. For instance, some medications have alcohol as a base. Mm-hmm. And if the medications are helping you get over a pretty serious symptom, maybe in the short term, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe in right. that, that situation, a lot of people like to paint everything black and white. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes there's there's shades of gray and things that you have to be adaptable to. Sure, yeah. But those are some two toxins that sometimes people over overlook. Cigarettes yeah. is top. Um, our, our environment pollution. Mm-hmm. Air quality. You're talking Air about. Air quality yeah. being around lots of you know, lots of cars and pollution mm-hmm. and air environment that can be considered a toxin. Um, just just some of the basic things that we take for granted in life can be, you know, water can sometimes be toxin if it's polluted, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you can have, any of you heard of the word toxic waste? Right. If you get toxic waste in our water supply or in our air supply, mm-hmm. that's another toxin that gets in the body. There's been a lot of people talking lately in some of the articles I've been reading about lead. Mm. Lead's a toxin that gets in you, that stays in you. Right. You know, um, we used to see it quite a bit in, you know, gasoline, gasoline stations. Um, another toxin that we don't think very much about is mercury. Mm-hmm. You know, mercury used right. to be in a lot of different things. And a lot of people used to pick up mercury. It's especially a dangerous toxin in young people because it damages developing brains and different systems. Mm-hmm. So lead and mercury are, are toxins. We're not designed to have large amounts of them in our body and, and they're stored in our body and they just don't go away. Some of the people think that the lead toxicity that a lot of people had when we had leaded gasoline that got in people's bodies, stored in fat, stored in bones, okay, mm-hmm. are now leaching out in the bloodstream, um, contributing to this rise in dementia and Alzheimer's disease that we're getting. Mm-hmm. A toxin that's affected the nervous system over time that's now affecting us long-term. Right. Um, we all know about cigarettes long-term, cancer, that. We also know that alcohol contributes to cancer, liver disease, all sorts of metabolic problems. It causes the body to age. So basically, toxins, anything bad, causes our body to age and malfunction, our DNA not to work right, create symptoms. So our goal in life, basically, is to identify toxins, 
both the hidden toxins and, and the toxins that we know about and to minimize their effect on our bodies. And then like you said earlier, find ways get to get rid of toxins. Now, mm -hmm. one thing I'm getting a little bit worried about now is the toxic effect of chronic exposure to media. Yeah, I, I was gonna take yeah. you back to that. Um, the obvious things that come to mind are poison and lead and mercury, those kind of things. Uh, but toxins, we don't often think of them as images that we see, things right. that we hear, relationships that we may have. Explain to us what happens physiologically yeah. to us. It, it, does it affect just the brain or does it affect other parts of the body as well? Yeah, well, anything that affects the brain, any input affects in some way the entire body. Let me explain. Let's say you're a child growing up. Okay, and you know, you, whatever the situation, you see a lot of repetitive violence. Mm -hmm. Okay, you see people kill each other and, and play video games and see people, and you basically become accustomed to that. Right. Even though you're taught that killing is not right, mm -hmm. you know, these things you're seeing are not right, people fighting, that's not right. It goes into the brain somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. And the brain gets pre-accustomed to that. You know, all of a sudden the brain says, you know, I've seen it, I'm used to it, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I've seen them, I'm used to it, even though I don't agree with it. Those chemical neuropathways become very strong. I see it, I'm used to it, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Society supports it, it's not a big deal. And sometimes when the brain's developing, it can lose the ability to, to tell what's real and what's not real. Okay. You yeah. know, oh, this is not real. You know, so, 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 so you wonder, you know, these kids that lose balance and sort of lose it, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of them have had some problems in their developing brain. Um, tell what's right and what's wrong. And this is just accepted. So there's no moral compass. They just do it because they've seen it so many times. They've effectively just been trained to do this yes. and can't tell the difference between the video game and actual life. Right. Some of them can't do that. And the same with mm -hmm. relationships. When you see relationships that are, that are maybe not correct from whatever way, maybe they're, they're people being mean to each other or, you know, lots of bad relationships, they get used to it, you know, and these images that are created in the media or this constant bombardment, mm -hmm. even, you know, that's, that's how, for instance, they sell drug pharmaceuticals on TV, this constant bombardment. Oh, this can make your life great. This can make your life great. You know, buy this product. It makes your life great. Eat this food. It makes your life great. It's, they're really just normalizing that behavior, right? Even though it's foreign substances that we may not need. So, so they put these indirect toxins into our body, so that when we have pain in any way, shape, or form, our brains are already accustomed to say, "Oh, these are things that we can reach for that are okay that might make us feel better." Mm -hmm. And so this toxin ride gets going over and over until it snowballs. It creates all types of stress and confusion in many instances. It creates change of our DNA. Our telomeres might get older quicker. In the case of cancer, you know, we might turn on mutations that trigger cancer genes, um, all sorts of things in our brain. We might not be able to communicate with people as well. We might not be able to do our our jobs as well. And of course, it even affects our communication with God, all these toxins that are coming in from, from and it can actually be from good sources can be toxic. How's it, that? Well, for instance, let's say you, you go to a meeting, okay? And everyone there, you know, the, the purpose of the meeting is to take care of animals. And okay, that's a purpose sure. to take yeah. care of, you know, that's a good, noble cause, you mm -hmm. know, take care of animals. But you go there and, and everyone starts fighting, not about taking care of animals, about the specific details of how to do it. 
Okay. And yeah. everyone's, mm-hmm. oh, my way's right, your way's wrong. No, it has to be done this way, it has to be done this way. And that they lose track of the big purpose of why they're there. Sure, yeah. And so they create an environment, so they've lost the big picture. Sometimes I think we lose that in healthcare. You know, we just want to treat the symptoms so bad mm-hmm. and get the patient better over the short term that we sometimes don't give them the ability to see the big picture, the long term. Yeah, right. And, uh, and, and, that's, and that's sometimes what comes out when, we start, when I start thinking about toxins, when we start dealing with toxins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 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 so I want our, our audience there to understand that toxins are any input that can damage the body. And some people focus on food toxins and drugs and alcohol and medicines. Some people focus on environmental toxins. Some people focus on media and social toxins. You know, there can be relationships in, in your life that are actually toxic. Right, yeah. And if you have a toxin in your life, the first thing in talking to everyone is try to identify the toxins in your life, mm-hmm. no matter where they're coming from, mm-hmm. and then pray about it and figure out what to do about it. So if you have a toxic relationship, you need to try to heal that relationship. And because that relationship, whether it causes guilt or fear or anger or unresolved conflict, it goes on long and long enough it turns on stress chemistry, it damages it, you ages you, it, it doesn't do good things. And so, so, so in dealing with toxins, just realize it's, it's a broad, broad paintbrush that we have here and it involves many things. Um, and then once we identify the toxins, we have to deal with the toxins. So you mentioned that one of the first things we need to do is identify the toxins in our lives. That can sometimes be tricky to do. Um, because people might not identify uh, some of the behavioral and relational and those kind of things as toxins sometimes. How do you, how do you recommend identifying those? How do we yeah. seek out what needs to be removed? Well, when I was at the University of Texas, in the center of campus was a tower. And on that tower, it had a Bible verse. Probably wouldn't be politically correct today. John eight thirty two. you shall know the truth mm. and the truth shall set you free. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are in bondage by toxins. Sometimes we know about them, sometimes we don't know about them. Right. And really, in understanding, identifying them, you know, it comes about you should know the truth. The truth is Christ, yeah. okay? And Christ is the one that sets us free. Mm-hmm. So in that relationship, Christ, through knowledge of, of him, he, you know, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Mm, um, yeah. You shall know the truth. So there has to be a true north. You mm-hmm. know, how do you know what a toxin is, what it isn't? Well, it's through, you know, worshiping God, having a relationship, being with him, and asking him, please identify these things so I can see what they are. And once I know what they are, you know, let me know if there's something I need to do to change it and give me the power to do that because I want to have, a, and some people don't even know they're wrapped up in toxins, right? you know, yeah. until, until Christ helps them identify and changes them. And even if we can't deal with every toxic situation in our life, we know that God's grace is enough for us. And that's always encouraging. So I encourage people, if they want to identify toxins, start there. And, and part of it, Nick, I think is just an awareness. And that's what I wanted to accomplish today is just get people to think about it. Because you never can take the next step until you realize, well, what are the things that I'm eating that are toxic? What are the things that I'm seeing that are toxic? What are the relationships that are toxin? Um, what are other things that are hidden out there that might be toxin? And, and gradually say, well, this is something that I can do something about 
pray about it, and work on it one step at a time. So I hope that sort of gives people a good place to start. Um, it can be overwhelming, I'll be yeah. honest with you. I mean, when you look at it, and don't get overwhelmed because the feeling of being overwhelmed, that's not good either. Right. So it takes yeah. a balance and it takes, you know, underst- it takes walking with Christ. You shall know the truth and that truth is what sets you free from all this bondage that we brought on us, that the world brings on us, that we don't even are where we're having that's really damaging us and hurting us both the short term and the long term that's turning on all this disease that we see today yeah now i'm thinking about this identifying toxins and such your seven week bible study biblical prescriptions for life that's something that really might help folks uh identify some of the toxins in their life and provide steps and support for uh changing their their lifestyle habits and that kind of thing right yeah we looked at some of the most common things that people need help on that, mm-hmm. that they're losing track on we identify them and help them deal with those things and it might be you know eating healthier foods we know that the foods like greens and a lot of the they, they detoxify the body mm-hmm. you know they help help the liver do better they help the body we know that exercise is good you know it increases your metabolism you burn off bad things right you yeah. bring in more fresh air you know we know that that having good rest helps the mind get rid of some of the toxic effects mm. that it has um, we know that worship you know and coming close to God that's the truth that sets you free mm-hmm. that can help some of this and God can create a new mind a new life help us identify these things um, so it's it's it encompasses every aspect of our life but I think that's a great place to start and that worship series on biblical prescriptions for life. And and they can get a hold of that pretty easily now. Well, Dr. Markham, thank you for helping us understand a bit more about what different toxins might be in our life. And uh, if people have a question about toxins or another thing that they'd like to hear about uh, in a future podcast, how can they do that? Yeah, they can go to our website, biblicalprescriptionsforlife.com slash podcast, Mm -hmm. leave their questions. We can get them and, and answer those questions on live. And I just want people, it's a big topic, but I just want everyone to think, what are the toxins in my life? And what is the first step today to help identify those toxins and start to change my life around, get some of these toxins out so I can feel better and do better? All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Biblical Prescriptions for Life podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, whether you're listening on uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, or if you're watching on YouTube, leave us a comment, leave us a review, and uh, share this with your friends as well. And uh, we hope you visit biblicalprescriptions.com where you can find more about the seven-week Bible study program. And we look forward to joining you again next week and learn more about getting well and going home. 